Scotty. Hello, hello. What's up, What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. I'm here. Staying busy. <laughs> I got good you, man. I got you. Again. What's that? Good to hear from you again. Hey, it's great to hear from you too as well, man. Oh, yeah. So welcome, everybody, to the Now and Then podcast. He's your host, Scotty G. Today, I have a very special guest. You guys have heard from him before in the past. He actually did my first episode with me. So it's very fitting that I bring him back. This time around, we're going to be talking about macronutrients, the wonders of macronutrients, and really debunking a lot of misconceptions out there and just developing a better understanding of what exactly macronutrients are and how important it is to understand them and how they operate and how it, aware we need to be about making smarter choices from our diets and how we eat on a daily basis. So first things first, Mike. Break it down for us here. What are the three macronutrients and what exactly do they do? Yeah, so basically your macronutrients, um, they are your large, meaning macro, uh, nutrients that you need every day in life to sustain life. Um, They are your proteins, your carbohydrates, and your fats. And all of these three macros make up your daily calorie expenditure. And they kind of go hand in hand with each other, but they each play an important role in our day-to-day living. Nice, nice. So understanding what macronutrients do, I I think this is a very common thing for me as a trainer. I get asked about macronutrients and flexible dieting all the time. Very, very common question I get with. Um, And it's hard to always give a straight answer all the time. my biggest thing is just kind of clearing out what exactly macros do. Um, and like you said, it, it's your carbs, it's your proteins, it's your fats. But would you say which over the other is more important? We need to be following. So basically what kind of what I like to preach with most clientele that I work with is um, just what, you know, kind of fits your lifestyle. But from a competition perspective it's different than a lifestyle perspective uh typically and there's no set ratio uh however there are some like guidelines to definitely follow when it comes to hitting your macronutrients because in general for fitness that's what we want to do we want to stay within these targets in order to succeed with whether our goal is fat loss or muscle gain and uh, or just even weight maintenance um maintaining like the current physique that we may have uh what happens is protein's definitely going to be very vital for you. Um, it's, I think it's one of the most key macronutrients to hit, obviously. And that's why you hear all the time emphasized within the fitness realm that it's very important. It's one of the highest selling supplementations out there. Um, we, uh, we need it to, you know, sustain not only our muscle tissue to keep retaining and gaining, like whether your goal is to gain muscle tissue or just, you know, retain that tissue. We need a, uh, ample amount of protein. And what happens is we also need it for organ health too. It repairs our organ tissues, all our body's tissues. Protein is very essential for that. So we have to kind of not put it necessarily on a pedestal and put it on the top priority for macros. However, it is so important that we get in enough daily in order to succeed with our health and fitness goals that long term. Yeah, I'm definitely a protein-asaurus. Would you say... (laughs) 
Um, at, at what age did you start learning about macronutrients? Did it make sense to you right away or was it a little confusing? So at, at first it didn't make sense to me. I kind of picked it up in college, my freshman year in college, leading into my sophomore year. However, I kind of shot myself in the foot for a couple of years. I just didn't want to believe it because like I had all these people in my head telling me like on YouTube, I would follow pages like uh, Nick Wright. I mean, he's still on there on YouTube, of course, Christian Guzman, the founder of Alpha, um, Alpha Lead even like they would preach these flex, this flexible dieting method with counting your macros and um, definitely just I, I picked it up from that point and just, you know, picked up other very high quality um, educational sources on that uh, platform and kind of led me into what I know today, you know, a combination of everything, just learning it over the course of these past eight years. Um, yeah, definitely. They play a huge role. Uh, I wouldn't say one has more, I guess, necessarily one like is going to triumph all, but like definitely like they each have their individual like importances. So um, let me kind of dive into that a little bit more. They, uh, it's kind of like, oh, my mentor, Austin Paulson, uh, shameless plug for him right now. Uh, he kind of explained it to me as we were going through things and not, not the fact that I had a good under, I have a great understanding of it as well, but you're always have to be willing to learn in this field. And he was kind of explaining to me like how I should break it down for someone. And this is simply put, it's like building a house. You take all these materials, um, you take you know, wood, nails, um, cement for the base, like whatever it may be you need. You can't just build a house with all the same materials. So yeah, like to build a great physique, to build your dream body, like you can't just eat, you know, 2,300 calories worth of straight carbs. Like it's not going to necessarily look, pan out the way you want it to be. Same thing goes with your house. You can't just build your house with all wood. So you need every single individual material is going to play an important role into building that house. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think that's an awesome analogy to use. And it, it's very when you word it like that, it's very understanding. Um, the, and just hearing that helps me out. You know, right. I, I think a lot of honestly, I didn't understand macronutrients until about two years ago. I ain't gonna lie, and it's just one of those things that it's not talked about enough. It's not educated. I don't. In, in high school, I was never taught about macronutrients. I don't know about you, but like, I, I just, one of those things that it goes in one ear and out the other and nobody really stresses the importance of it. No. Yeah. You're, you're exactly right. And you know what? I've, I've taken nutrition in college. I've taken it, I've taken anatomy and physiology in high school and college. And even my, my NP professor, I remember in college there, they, she, she was saying, drink chocolate milk right after you work out. Oh, what's the reason behind that? Oh, it has protein in it. <laughs> Yeah, it might have protein in it, but it's not like, and I've kind of <laughs> delved into this topic before, but like with you, at least in like what I, all my Facebook audience, um, it's not the highest macronutrient within chocolate milk per serving. So no, it is not a protein source. So therefore it wouldn't necessarily be on paper, quote unquote, optimal. Uh, so yeah, it's just the, the, they teach you like the bare minimum fundamentals in college in terms of nutrition. And they don't teach you how to make it applicable to life, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They, you definitely apply it in a more deeper level of understanding. Like, you're, you're more uh, in-depth with it all. And I really appreciate that <laughs> as your, oh, as your you. client, as your fellow client. It's good to know all these things. 
No, yeah, um, much appreciated. But yeah, man. So for a newbie, for a beginner, how does someone know what their macros should be for like, say, weight loss? So this is kind of a weighted question too, because each person is going to have an individual, you know, macro uh, guideline for them. So what will take you to lose weight is going to be different than what it would take for me to lose weight. So it is going to vary person to person. Um, I do recommend like, you know, going online and figuring out like, well, and just like kind of doing your research. I also do offer one-on-one coaching services as well. So, I mean, like not plugging myself, not, I won't put any details on there just yet, but what I do is I help people figure this out for them. And uh, I kind of get them in a groove of what I believe to be in their calorie deficit. But going into detail with that, uh, I try to aim to at least, you know, a set range of proteins for people, like a gram per pound of body weight. I usually like to aim for minimum or even, a gram per pound of lean, my, what I estimate to be like your lean body mass. So I take a look at you, your physique, take a look at how you look and give a rough estimation based off pictures and what I know in general body fat percentage ranges, just from a visual perspective on where I can estimate that to be. And just based off a few calculations from your weight and your height and not one miss, not your height, but mainly your weight and are you, how active you are, you know, it's a very individualized approach. So I can't, it's not like a one size fit all how to show someone new to macros. If you are new to macros and you can necessarily uh, go down the coaching route due to financial circumstances, I do recommend going online, you know, just feeling it out, man, typing it on a fitness calculator, your, your age, your height, weight. Uh, I don't know why they ask for height, but um, typically in your activity level, and basically, you know, read those numbers that off, download a fitness tracker, and basically just, you know, if it's working out for you, if you're losing weight, you're looking better and you're training, like, then you obviously, you are evidently in a calorie, calorie deficit. But yeah, that's yeah. what I, my advice would be for a newbie. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned fitness tracker. Are there any other apps that you recommend for people to use? Yeah, actually, I, I'm, I, I do like my fitness pal. Um, however, it's not the one I'm most familiar with. I'm familiar with the most is uh, my net diary pro. Uh, I use that one. It has a green apple in the app store and Android. And I highly recommend that one. If it's like $4. Um, actually, I was fortunate enough to get it back in the day when it's like was free, because <laughs> it was like a new app at the time. Um, but I've used it ever since I used it during my contest prep, I used it you know, um, through any dieting phase I've ever done and it's been really helpful and it continues to become more, you know, advanced and hands-on and just easy for the user. Um, I also, uh, use my own tracker within my fitness app that I provide for each one of my, one of my clients, but that is on, that is limited to just my clientele. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, I, I mean, I'd say, for most people beginning and just starting to learn about macro counting and all that, I feel like typically a lot of people, they download or they Google search probably like a calorie calculator or they just plug in like basic information about them, like their age, height, weight, or possibly their activity level and all that stuff. And I think that's okay. Like it's a starting point. It's a basic reference point. Right. But my biggest thing is like, I, I feel like the human body, 
our metabolisms are all very different. They're all very dynamic in a way. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, most definitely. Like, like someone, let's take me for example, like, let's say me, I'm like five, six. I am a short dude and I work in physical therapy, super active on my feet all day. My, you know, I get like 15 to 16,000 steps a day and let's take it to, you know, my buddy from back home. He might be just the same height as me, same size, but he's a desk uh, worker. He works at a desk all day. He doesn't, he gets maybe six to 7,000 steps a day um, in terms of activities, not as active. I'm most likely, unless he's, you know, one of those genetic outliers, which is hard to come by, actually, truly hard to come by, actually, is um, I'm more likely to burn, have a, a higher basal metabolic rate than him. So a higher rate of burning more calories than he would. So my macros would be different. I set my calories, my daily calories to sustain my weight would be different than his. So therefore, I could probably lose weight on higher calories when I go to for a fat loss phase opposed to he would have to diet harder well not harder but diet on lower calories than i yeah that makes sense yeah um so i I feel like fats let's talk about fats i think fats get a lot of like a misconception out there i think fats are essential when you use them the right way and i feel like they are very very important but typically people uh they have a misunderstanding of what fats are and how valuable they are. Yeah, most definitely, man. So fats, to be honest with you, they are huge for hormonal health. Like I said, each macronutrient plays an important role and fats play a huge role in hormonal health, um, joint lubrication. They help uh, keep our skin good. They have so many benefits. Uh, and you know what? At the end of the day, they're very important. And uh, there is like, but however, to the, contrary to that um i feel like there's this misconception in the fitness realm that carbs are the reason why people are you know over obese or you know overweight where to be honest when i work with most people they are overdoing the fats more than the carbs because the fats may have all these benefits and i'm not trying to demonize them i would never demonize any macronutrient um fats taste good too though so you eat a meal that tastes really good, chances are the fat content in that meal is probably the highest out of all the macros that are the macro ratios that are in that meal, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I got you there. Um, yeah, my, my biggest thing is just like understanding um, the difference between like macro tracking and I guess you can call it um, if it fits your macros or like or no foods are off limits. And I guess that brings up the whole flexible dieting and just understanding what exactly your definition of flexible dieting is and kind of what that entails. Yeah. So my flexible, I mean, my definition of flexible dieting itself is, you know, is basically the diet that fits your lifestyle. So, <clears throat> I uh, love to eat peanut butter. I love to drink wine. And I want to make sure that I set my calorie goals, like my macro ratios, so that I can fit in all those things, whether I'm 
yes, contest prepping, uh, dieting just for general, you know, lifestyle. If I'm looking to get beach lean or if I'm trying to gain muscle or if I'm trying to maintain weight, trying to maintain my physique, that is my definition. If it fits your macros, uh, and flexible dieting also to go, to go hand in hand with that. I make sure that I'm hitting my health marker, you know, my health marker goals as well. So I'm getting in enough fruits. I'm getting in enough vegetables every day. I'm hitting my micronutrient intake as well as my macronutrient goals. So IIFYM, if it fits your macros, is just basically saying like, you know, the terminology that it has been, you know, uh, what's what I'm looking for, pioneered as is eat whatever you want as long as it fits within your calories. Like you could eat donuts all day and you'll still get to your goal. Well, that may be true. You're going to feel really crappy by just eating donuts or, you know, just drinking all your calories from alcohol all day, obviously. I mean, it can work, but you're not going to feel great doing so. By implementing flexible dieting approaches, you're still able to, you know, enjoy the foods that you love, fit in the health, like, part of things, too, like, where you're eating more nutrient-dense foods, like fruits and vegetables, um, potatoes, you know, rice, whole foods, like chick, like actual meat rather than protein shakes. And I'm not, and I love using protein shakes. Don't get me wrong. I, I have like two a day. <laughs> Just hit my goal. But yeah, if that makes sense, like it's more of a holistic approach to your health and finding out what makes you feel the best, but what gets you, what also makes you feel the best and gets you to your goal. Yeah, yeah. And it definitely took me a while to realize that, you know, you you can't really eat cake and ice cream all day. But like at the same token, like what you just said, uh, you can, but you can't (laughs) in a way. But yeah, no food should be completely off limits or off the table like anything else. I I think it's all about balance. Yes, I 100% agree with you, man. Yeah, no, yeah. it's – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. You, you can finish up what were you saying. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, uh, I was just I, – I get I'm, I get really heated about – you can ask my fiance about this. I get really heated whenever <laughs> I, I talk about this. I hear, you know, it's like demonizing foods. It's like I hate when people do that because, you know what, like all foods are like, you know, good. I mean, like I honestly – they have their time and place. Like – you should be able to have your cake at your family gatherings. You should be able to eat pizza whenever your family member brings it home and you don't have to stress about it. You know what I mean? Like things like that. Like you should never have to worry about, oh man, like put, put a bad label on foods because by doing that, you're not going to succeed with your diet long term. Yeah. Um, it just it just won't work. I mean, con- like I said, contest prep at the beginning of the episode, I said contest prep is a different story. Like you got to be on your crap. Like you know, majority of the time in order to get to your set goal, because there's a timeline on it typically. And you have like set, you want to make sure you're in, you're hitting your macronutrient ratios to ensure that you're feeling the best while dieting down to extreme levels of low body fat. But for lifestyle purposes, I definitely feel that you need to be able to incorporate everything that you've ate in the past and bring it in and fit it into the Jenga Oh, not the Django, the Tetris that is your lifestyle and your nutrition is the blocks so you can fit them into your day-to-day life to succeed. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's a big difference between weight loss and fat loss. 
um, mm-hmm. and just understanding the difference in, you know, in order to lose fat and preserve muscle, you need to like, you need a proper ratio of protein and, you know, your basic macronutrients in, inside there. And, you know, I, I'd say your daily fiber intake as well. Um, little things like that. Uh, but yeah, it, so you would say, um, I get asked this a lot is food quality. Does that matter less than food quantity? So how much you eat, you would say in a day or compared to what you eat throughout the day. So from, um, a hunger satiation perspective, I do think food quality matters. Um, I think food quality matters to begin with, um, period. But, um, like, making sure that you're eating foods that are keeping you satiated throughout the day, especially when dieting. It's not necessarily a worry whenever you're trying to slow, you know, in a gaining or phase or, you know, a growth phase where you're trying to put on weight because your hunger levels tend to dip off towards the tail end phases of that. Um, but when you're dieting, you're trying to lose weight. Food quality will play an essential role. So, like, let's take this example. So, uh, I set you aside a sweet potato and a Pop-Tart. Let's just say the sweet potato is 200 calories, you know, same macros on it, like 10 fat. This is just arbitrary numbers. I can't do math for macros and calories off the top of my head. But let's say it's 200 calories, 10 grams of fat, 6 carb, 5 protein. Let's say that this uh, Pop-Tart, I said sweet potato, right? Before this popped out, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm running on low sleep. Let's take this pop tart. Let's say it's 200 calories, has the same macronutrient ratio. Um, let's just say that, yes, the sweet potato will provide you with more fiber. It's going to fill you up. It's more voluminous, so it's bigger. Um, it's going to fill you up more than that pop tart. However, if there's something in your head saying, hey, I really just want this pop tart, man. Like, I just want to eat it, and, but I still want to lose the weight. Hey, you can still do that. Like you, you can, it's just, you might, it might come to the sacrifice of you feeling less full after you ate, like opposed to if you were to eat the sweet potato, this is what took me so long to learn that I had to learn it once I applied it to myself and felt these true hunger pains. So this is why I'm such an advocate of eating whole foods majority of the time, because it will fill you up. Like my lunches, like I eat a lot. I eat like a salad with peppers and a couple veggie burgers and a protein bar and a veggie burger sandwich with like an apple and stuff and, and strawberries. Like it, it's, it's voluminous because it's filled with lots of fruits and vegetables and it has a good amount of protein in it. Whereas before I'd bring like a candy bar and, uh, you know, maybe like a protein shake and stuff and oatmeal or not even oatmeal, but like cereal. And like, that wouldn't fill me up at lunch. I was still hitting my macros, but that still wouldn't fill me up at lunch. But at the end of the day, at the time, that's what I did. And it works for so long. Like when you're dieting, man, you just, the hunger can become real. And by prioritizing whole foods, like quality foods is going to help with so many other aspects of your fat loss journey. Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail right on the head there. Um, so once you establish your, your daily macro goal, um, how strict are you about hitting the, those numbers every day? I mean, hitting your, you know what I mean? Hitting your daily macros, like how accurate do you need to be? So not as accurate as you think. Um, 
definitely when it comes to contest prep, super accurate, super on point. Like I was measuring everything to the gram. Anything I want in my mouth, it was put on that freaking food scale at some point, deep in the phases of prep. The beginning, not really, because I had a general idea. But once, like, you know, it came to, you know, singeing hair, like, picking, um, pulling hairs, like, small hairs, like, to get the weight off, I had to measure everything to the gram. But if you are looking to just, you know, lose, you know, look better on the beach, like, or just feel better about yourself, be comfortable in your own skin and look a little better, what you need, like, to do is I set this three-tier system up. I, my tier one, hit all your macros within five grams of each other. That's like being as accurate as you can be. And you don't necessarily have to do this. And then tier two, it's like, an, I put three tier system, but it can also be an ABC system. So tier two, option B, hit your protein and calories. So if you hit your protein and calories, you're still ensuring you're in a calorie deficit. So long as the set amount of calories is set for you to lose weight, um, if that's accurate, uh, that protein and calories will still hit your goal. But um, my third one, my tier three, my option C, is hitting calories itself. Now, this is what I don't like to implement unless I am strapped in a lifestyle situation. Like on the weekend, I'm at a family event, multiple family events in one day. Um, and it's just not going to make sense for me to hit my protein goal. Eh, without going significantly over my calories. So I would just aim to hit calories that day. It takes less mental fatigue off me, and it kind of makes it easier to, you know, stay consistent. So that's basically, that's the three-tier system I preach to my clients who I know that are struggling with this set goal. And now my, it's actually a leaked uh, little, uh, I want to call it a secret, but a leaked little system that I, I've provided outside of Snyder Aesthetics to the free world. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I like that. Um, so, last question for sure. you, Mike. Um, so, I, I, I've made these mistakes a few times, but I, I'd say for me, my biggest mistake, my biggest struggles when it comes to tracking macros is just the consistency behind it and just being more on track with everything. And it's one of those things where and I'm not saying you have to stay on track every day, but like for my circumstance, the deeper I get into my prep, definitely. Hell yeah, I, I need to be more strict and on point with everything. But, you know, for a common, just a, just a regular macro accounting gym goer, you know, just somebody just trying to live a healthier lifestyle. What would you say are the most common mistakes people make when it comes to tracking their macros? So my, I think the most common mistake people make when going to track their macros is they're guesstimating too early. When you start tracking macros, you start getting a feel for like how many calories are in the foods that you eat daily. Um, people tend to overestimate. Like you could look at a meal. You can't just start eyeballing stuff off the go. I do recommend most people you know, purchase a food scale, invest in that. It's like 20 bucks and just weigh out your foods, you know, and see how much and really sit down and look at the caloric values of each serving that they're consuming. Because you can't just look at something and be like, oh, like peanut butter. Like I was telling you about fats. We overconsume fats. Oh, two tablespoons of peanut butter. It's only 190 calories. Well, 
say that's 32 grams, right? You throw that on the food scale, two estimated quote unquote tablespoons, and it says 52 grams. That's like an extra like 110 calories right there that you didn't know you were consuming, you know? So it takes a trained eye to figure this out. Um, so like me, I've been tracking macros for years. I can eyeball like 60 grams of strawberries, you know, like a serving of peanut butter. At this point in my career, I can do that. But it takes practice. It's like doing math. You don't get better at it unless you continue to practice it. Same thing with tracking macros. Until you can, can, until you can get that trained eye on seeing how, what foods are what and how much like given amounts of foods are, like the food scale is probably going to be a very close friend of yours to start. But that doesn't necessarily mean you have to use it all the time. Once you get it down and like I don't use the food scale for a general fat loss, like for a general population, uh, not necessarily all the time. Like if I have like a, a packet of oats says a packet of oats is 100 calories, I won't throw that on the scale. But like for like meats that need to be weighed out raw for cooked, you know, things like that, like wearing out like a serving of cereal, stuff like that. I do think a food scale is necessary in that sense. If that makes sense. Yeah, man, definitely. It definitely clarifies a lot of things. And like you said, it's a trained eye and I'm still trying to develop that, um, <laughs> accuracy. Uh, you know, I'd say my last prep, I, I got decently well at just knowing how much of something is. Uh, but yeah, like you said, if you don't use it, you lose it. And it's just like math. It's just like counting numbers. It's just like right. anything, you know, muscle memory, whatever it is. Um, yeah, you, you got to practice it and you got to improve on it and you have to make it, you know, it, it's got to be a priority to you. It's got to be important to you. Right. You so, got to, yeah, yeah, you got to, you got to definitely sit down and think like, listen, be like, I know it's mentally, I and mean, it can be hard at times. Like it's not, but you got to continue to show up and do it because that is what's going to get you to the goal that you're looking for. You have to truly want this. It's either you're motivated, you're not motivated, you're disciplined, you're in or you're out. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think a lot of macro counting comes down to just discipline, man. Plain and simple. Discipline is key. It is. It is. Discipline. Di- if you can possess discipline and enjoy the process of, you know, going through all that, you're going to have long-term, you're going to have success for the rest of your life with this. So. For sure, man. Awesome stuff today, man. That's all I got for you. Um, guys, Please give Mike an awesome follow. Check out what he does. He has amazing work. His content game is unbelievable. This guy posts every day, probably two or three times a day. He's on it. Um, you can learn so much just by following what he posts. Um, check out Snyder Aesthetics if you're interested in changing your life around and just devoting yourself to a healthier lifestyle. So check out his page. I'll attach his Instagram handle in the descriptions below but thanks again man thank you for taking the time to be on today's episode hey really well thank you it. for having me and um yeah just please check out like my stories man i i'm a little, everyone that's listening uh my stories are where i post every day and i'm just the most consistent with that and i put out very helpful content that can you know help anyone lose five that five to ten pounds and that's all free information right there but Scotty, I really appreciate you, man. Thank you. Like, definitely a very 
continue like we're just going to continue to go on forth with your prep and see some successful results with you as well man sounds like a plan me man. too I'm man excited. me too thank you for having me all right all right Talk see you brother soon, man